I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie. Oh my gosh, my glasses are so dirty. I think I have cotton candy stuck to my glasses <laughs> is the problem. Everything in this house smells like steak, so. Well, that's not a bad problem. Uh, can't, cotton candy's not really a bad problem either. I wish I had no. one of those makers. <laughs> my house smells like cotton candy right now. Which would be amazing. He keeps asking me to make it. And I, he's one of those kids where he's so skinny and you just can't get him to eat regularly. So mm-hmm. I said, you know what? It's Friday night. Tonight's the night you get to stay up and watch videos or do what you want to do. So I said, if you actually eat your dinner and don't pick at it and don't try and get out of, you know, can I just take two more bites and then leave the rest? So I said, if you eat all your dinner... I will make you a big bag of cotton candy. Just please, for the love of God, eat your dinner. I mean, I guess it worked, right? I did work. Then he ate it all and asked me for more. And I said, nope, <laughs> that's not how That's not how this is going to work. Yeah, Joey's the same. Um, he has a hard time with eating at school, especially, which I'm really confused about it because there's only certain things. There's only certain things that he will eat. And so I make sure to pack, like, what I what I give him for regular lunch, like, at home, I'll pack it in his lunchbox. And I guess the teacher said that she offers him the school lunch, which I told it is he's not going to take that. And he doesn't. He, he refuses it. And so then she gives him his lunchbox, and he'll only eat, like, a fruit snack out of it. So when I get him home, my four-year-old is starving. And I'm like world have you eaten all day like why and so i've explained to her i'm like okay these packets what works for me is i open i take the top off squeeze out the little gross part hand it to him and go here you go i don't give him the option i don't ask if i say would you want this he'll be like no just hand it to him he'll eat it if you just give it to him <laughs> yeah i don't know what the thought process is on that. but i hand here, it to him here you go put like, this in you. your mouth right and it's just so he barely eats but i can feel you he's so he's he's healthy he's just thin because he doesn't so when he wants like extra reese's peanut butter cups or like cookie cake people like look at me because i'm buying cookie cake with my grocery list i'm like and to surprise treat during the day if he eats yeah (laughs) it's a piece of cookie cake (laughs) Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Because there are times when all Liam will want to eat all day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh my. So on those days, I really chunk on the peanut butter. Just Mm -hmm. like, all right, here's some proteins and some fats and a little bit extra jelly, kind of fruit, but he will eat a bunch of strawberries. So it's usually whatever fruit I can get him to eat and then just make a super thick peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. For me, I um give him as many vitamins as I can during the day. Like, um, yeah. For, with his breakfast, I give him a multivitamin. And then in his chocolate milk, we put in a powdered um, oh goodness, I can't even think of the word, but it's supposed to help. It even, it helps with those who have autism and stuff helps with their gut um probiotic oh, yeah. put in a powdered probiotic um which helps and then like 
for lunch, I'll give him one of those toddler packets. He'll eat them. So whatever. I'll get the ones that have like spinach and kale and like chia seeds and stuff yeah. in it. So I'm like, okay, let's get these ones have extra stuff in it. So I give him those. And then like for dinner, he'll eat either. This is so, <laughs> so crazy. He'll only eat one or two things. Either mac and cheese or Little Caesar's Crazy Bread. That's it. If you offer anything else, he don't want it. One of those two things or it's not going in his body. So, wow. All right, then. Yeah. So we stock up on mac and cheese and like once or twice a week, we go get Little Caesar's just Crazy Bread because he'll eat it. And that way it's not just mac and cheese every single night. <laughs> like, yeah. That'd so be rough. I pack on the... <laughs> the vitamins and the yeah. nutrients throughout the day so i'm like so you're not malnourished let me throw in these extras for you that you don't know are there <laughs> yeah i don't know where the picky eating came from because i swear he used to eat more when he was younger and he's just gotten pickier over time where the list of things i could give him used to be a lot bigger and now it's just shrunk yep yeah when he was first eating solids he would eat if i made spaghetti or he would eat if i made goulash Oh my gosh, if you try to put it near him, he will fight you. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like you ate, I have pictures of you eating this. Pictures of him literally spooning yogurt into his mouth. He won't, he won't eat it out of bowl. You have to give him the squeezy packets. He'll eat those. That's it. So for breakfast, he gets a squeezy packet of yogurt. He gets a mini powdered donut. He gets his vitamin. He gets his chocolate milk that ha that's like his <laughs> probiotics in it. I'm like, let me just try to. It's always the same thing, and I'm like, I don't know how you're not bored, and want something different. Like yeah. he used to eat so much, but not. He he used to eat bagels with cream cheese on it with me. He would eat toast. Yeah, no, don't touch it. And I don't. I just do what I can yeah, to keep my kid what? alive. <laughs> I used to see those shows where you'd see the woman talking about how she hides, like, carrots or whatever. Basically hides the vegetables and the fruit or whatever in food. <laughs> and I I thought it was gross and weird. And why would anybody do that? And then you have a picky kid and you're like, no, I, I see now. I, <laughs> I see now why she chopped up prunes or whatever really small and put them in brownies. Or I see why she shredded up carrots and put it in with the spaghetti sauce because mm -hmm. <laughs> otherwise yeah. your kid's gonna have a really bad nutrition <laughs> yeah. like, i don't want yeah. you to get scurvy please eat <laughs> <You're right. laughs> something with vitamins in it please <laughs> you can't just have processed noodles all the time yeah mac and cheese he'll eat pringles or doritos and he'll eat the the toddler fruit snack only a specific kind fruit snack which is almost like it looks like little jerky squares hmm. but they're fruit snacks and you get them from the baby food aisle and if i tried to give him a regular child fruit snack oh my god what is this garbage <laughs> and i'm like eat a gusher my god you're a child nope. i know liam loves gushers if we let him he would just eat the entire pack won't do it like the whole box just Candy. Loves them. 
But he loves Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. He calls those good cookies. Good cookies. <laughs> those are the good cookies. <laughs> he likes cookie cake. And he likes chocolate chip cookies. And he likes, he likes donuts. But I can't get you to eat anything with nutritional value. Yeah, you can eat your dinner and some good things first before you have the junk, please. Right. Uh, did you want to get into this school business? Today we're talking about high school hell. Because <laughs> that is essentially what high school is for pretty much everyone. Facts. And I, I imagine it's the same if you're a super popular high school student. But I, I was not. I was not at all. <laughs> I was I was somewhere in the middle where you're not popular but you're not not like you're kind of just friends with everybody yeah but you're not like you know what I mean well I mean I graduated with about 20 kids so mm -hmm. you couldn't really be in a clique because they they didn't really exist <laughs> everyone talked to everyone or you wouldn't talk to anyone at school yeah, I remember your graduation was a lot different than mine. <laughs> it was very fast, is what it was. I know my childhood school hell began in, oh gosh, elementary school. That's when it started, to be honest. Mm, I think mine was middle, well, sixth grade and then middle school. <laughs> For me is when it got rough. I think mine started... I think it was third grade. Third grade or fifth grade? I can't remember because I know it wasn't fourth. So I can't remember if it was third or fifth. But um, I was really thin then. And I had like really like funny cutted hair. Like it was like a mushroom head. Um, I remember that haircut, I think. <sighs> that was style then though. That was, I had really long hair before that. We told them to cut it shoulder length and that's what they did with it. Ooh. To my ears. I was mortified. Um, but I remember I was really thin and this little boy came up to me on the playground and went, you're fat and ran away. And that was the beginning of my complex with weight. Um, that stuck with me to this day. And it, it gave me like a lot of really bad, like self image issues. Um, that I started battling, I want to say in eighth grade, I started putting on weight in seventh or eighth grade and people would make fun of me and call me ugly and fat and it was it was a whole thing and I lost a lot of weight and I started tanning and I started doing my makeup and then I switched schools and then I remember my school had to play football against my previous school where everybody made fun of me and called me the fat kid and just made fun of me I wasn't even fat I was 130 pounds but yeah, okay very thin <laughs> like okay got it I went from 130 to 118 and all of a sudden, hot. Got it. <laughs> the mindset is crazy of children. Um, and I went and I went to the football game and all of a sudden these really popular guys that used to like bark at me. Literally. I had one guy who used to bark and oink at me and with his friends while I was stood there waiting for my mom after cheerleading. I would stand outside waiting for my mom to come pick me up and they would like screech and make pig noises and dog noises at me and I contemplated sugar <laughs> contemplated suicide a lot as a kid 
Um, I don't know how I got through it mentally. I really, really was low. Um, I remember switching schools and a lot of the really popular guys were like hitting on me at the football game. And I was just like, oh yeah, flipping them off, like <laughs> eat it and I'd walk away. Um, but then I, the high school started getting bad. I had friends who, I guess they were jealous, but they knew that my trigger was my weight, even though I was 118 pounds, they would call me fat because they knew it upset me. And, um, it, they thought it was funny and they would make up rumors about me, um, saying that I like one, one of the favorites was that I went to a party, slept with 10 different guys, got pregnant and didn't know who the father of the, my child was. I think I was a virgin at the time. Yeah. So I was like really super confused. Like what is going on? And then like a year later it was still going around and I was really mad. And I was like, does it look like I'm a pregnant with a year old gestational like fetus in my stomach? And they were like, well, no. I'm like that's how long this rumor has been going on. Figure it out. It's not real. I'm like walk away like so bad. Um, and then I remember I switched schools. Well, I switched schools again because um, <laughs> I, I guess it was due to like tardies or like missing school. I ended up in like uh, ISS detention and the ISS detention teacher was a police officer. That was his normal job. And it came in to be the ISS detention teacher. Well, he was a pedophile oh, and a perv hardcore. Um, and he would hit on all the teenage girls um, that had big chests, blonde hair, um, that were thin. Me, one other girl, um, were like big objects. He told me one time, because I hated country music, and he was obsessed with Shania Twain. And I remember making like a snotty <laughs> remark being like, saying that it was terrible music. And uh, he had said, oh, well, I'm going to wear my spurs and cowboy boots and you can sit on my lap all day long. Oh, I was in 10th grade, 10th or 11th grade. I graduated at 17. So let's think about that. How old I would have been at 10th or 11th grade. Yeah. Yeah. It was really disgusting. And I remember um, there's this one Hispanic girl that was in my class. I was obsessed with her. She was great. She got, she was a bigger girl and she got, um, she had to go to the bathroom one day and he was talking to a girl who had a big chest. It was, she was like a junior or senior. And he's like literally staring at the girl's chest. And this friend of mine, she was like, hello, I need to go to the bathroom. And he was just ignoring her. And she's like, hello. And he's like, he just snapped there. Can't you see that I'm busy? And she went, well, I'm going to the bathroom. So deal with it. So she stood up and he's like, if you go there, I'm going to call the parapros, which were basically like <laughs> security. <laughs> and she was like, no, thanks. I can wipe my own ass and walked out. My hero. I, it took Boss. everything. I, I almost like cried from laughter. I was like, I just had to like hide my face because that was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. And he, he just stood there like, he didn't do anything. He didn't call the parapros. He just let her. And she walked back in after she was done. She was like, thanks. I, I was able to wipe my own ass. And she sat back down and I'm like, <laughs> fucking boss, man. She's my hero. Wow. But she would have been my going... hero too as a student. <laughs> but I remember going back home and like talking to my mom about it and my mom getting really upset. And I was just like, oh, maybe he's just a weird dude. And my mom's like, this is not okay. 
this is sexual harassment. This is a pervert. And so she, she went to the principal and the principal started a formal investigation and realized, so I had to fill out a whole report and um, turn it in. And they realized that I wasn't the only girl he was obviously sexually harassing. And all they did was fire him. He got to keep his police officer job, though. Oh, of course. You, you know. You know. Protect all those young boobies. Be cops. <laughs> I was like, lovely. Give them that position of power. That's yeah. wonderful for 16-year-olds just getting their driver's license, maybe trying to get out of a speeding ticket. That's great. I would be interested to see if later, you know, now that we all have access Something to the happened. internet, when at, at the time that was going on, not everyone had cell phones. Not everyone mm -hmm. had high-speed internet. But now I'd be interested to see if he's ever been investigated for child porn. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. I'll have to ask my mom his, his name because I can't fully remember. But I remember that there were a lot of kids that liked him because he was, I don't know, he'd let a lot of like certain people that he liked get away with murder while everybody else had to do their job. Oh, like sure. we could sit at his desk and play games, but other people had to be doing your homework or you're in trouble. So it's like there were some people that liked him. And so I, we had to keep quiet about who it was that reported him. Mm. And it became a thing where like people I knew were just, I hate whoever, if I ever found out whoever did that, I'm going to kick their ass. And I'm like, I'm switching schools. So this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we got me out and I went to a school that had way more diversity because in Grand Haven, where it all happened, they have like, I think there was like four to 500 kids in each grade from ninth grade to 12th grade. And I think there were four black students in the entire school at most for four grades at four to 500 kids per grade. I was like, it was very, it, it became like very obvious that it was like a different type of town. And I was very uncomfortable with a lot of things. And when I switched, I switched to an area that was way more diverse, <laughs> way more diverse. And I loved it. I thrived there. My grades skyrocketed. I had way more friends. It was wonderful, to be honest. Um, I love where I graduated from. Um, but, you know, it was high school was not the funnest. Um, I remember at one point in Grand Haven, there's these group of girls that would do anything. If they saw a girl that they perceived as weaker than them, they would target them. That's who they would verbally attack just because they wanted to fight and they wanted to like bring people down that were already down. Um, and so I guess these girls thought I would say nothing and they would come at me. And uh, one girl cornered me and I had no idea who she was. And I went during lunch, I went into the bathroom and when I came out to wash my hands, she started cussing me out, being like, you're talking shit about me. And I was like, I literally looked at her and kind of like cocked my head and I was like, who are you? And she said her name. I was like, I don't even know who you are. Sorry. And like, like walked out and she's like sitting there cussing me out. And she said that like, you're nothing but a whore. And like, I stopped. And that was like <laughs> what triggered me, I guess. And I turned to her and I said, that's funny. I'm a virgin. Are you? <laughs> and I just blinked, looked her dead in the eyes, straight faced. Are you? And she started like stuttering. She's like, the, the, that's none of your business. I was like, 
then don't call me a whore, you fucking slut, and walked away. And she was stood there like, did this girl just really, I guess that was my trigger. Like, don't trigger me. I guess I get really triggered when people call me demeaning things. Well, I mean, you've had that rumor, you had that rumor spread about you, so... I can see where that would be a trigger. I'm not doing this again. Let's not. Nope. Nope. I'm not. And I had like her friends came at me in the gym one day and it was just really annoying. And then I dated this guy and we broke up. I still had a thing for him, but I was just like, whatever. Well, one of these girls who was supposed to be one of my good friends started dating him. And my whole thought process was, well, then we're not friends anymore. Like, you, you, you broke girl code. Like, yeah. that doesn't make me mad. Like, it's not me wanting him back. It's me mad at you because you broke a friendship line. Like, that's just it, period. Yeah. And I was, um, I was walking out to the car and she stepped in front of me and tried to start something with me one day and got in my face. And while well, he stood off to the side, just smirking, like he wanted two girls to fight over him. Like, I guess that was... When he got off on it, I was like, okay, you're weird. I saw mom's car and I just got in the car and I left. Next morning I was talking to some friends who I guess she knew. And I guess one of them told them, told her what I was, how I was saying what she had said to me. And she came up to me and this is what stopped all the bullying. Apparently was me fighting back because this girl came up to me and got in my face and was like, why are you telling people I said this? I said, what I told them was. And as I'm, like, saying what she had said, she was repeating it as I was saying it. I said, exactly. And she got in my face and she's like, you're just mad because I want him. And at this point, voices were raised. And, or, or you're just mad because he wants me and not you. And I knew he was only dating her just to, like, make me jealous. Like, he wasn't actually into her. Yeah. And, like, at this point, like, all these kids, like, 20 plus kids started gathering around to watch. And this was, like, between classrooms. So, like... It was obvious the teachers could hear, but yeah. they didn't stop it yet. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I put this kid in his place because I went, you think I give a shit about him? That loser? And his face was like, when he realized that two girls weren't fighting over him, I said, no, it has nothing to do with him. I said, it has to do with you breaking our friendship line. Like, that just, we're not friends anymore. Like, it's just it. And she slapped me and then turned to walk away. Yeah, see, honey, that's not what we're going to do today. <laughs> um, and she was bigger <laughs> She was bigger than me. So I knew that if I, like, just tried to turn her around, she could just easily overpower and just keep walking. So I was like, I have to do something, like, that gets her attention to make her come face to face. Because then we're going to, like, you're not going to hit me and walk away. Like, I'm not going to play that game. My mom always told me, you won't hit first. But when people start swinging, you're going to knock them out. Like, that's just, she's <laughs> like, you will just defend yourself. So that's how it was. So I just open handed, pow, right on the back of her head. And I guess no, everybody like expected me to cry. Like they expected me this weak person that as soon as I like, apparently yelled, oh, hell no. Nah. I don't remember <laughs> saying it, but everybody said I turned like gangster in two seconds. And went, oh, hell no. Nah. And like open handed, like just right on the back of her head and her face almost hit the ground. And I just stood there. I said, what now? Come on continue and that was when the teacher stepped in and we were both suspended for three days wow. and i remember like i was just like i i wasn't scared of anything but my mother yeah and my mom my mom never like hit me 
like as a child she never hit me so yeah, i don't know why me. so i don't know why i was so scared of a parent that doesn't even spank me i was scared my mom even laughs about it she's like why are you like, i don't know it's like i was terrified and so like <laughs> it's like one of those movies where i'm standing there with a pair of pro by the by some stairs and you just see this lone person walking down the hallway towards you and it was my mom and i just think like, you hear the heartbeat like i was just like as soon as she got within earshot i was like she hit me first i swear the first things out of my mouth and she goes okay then vacation <laughs> and i was like <sighs> yes okay, mom i'm not gonna die like my mom said that she went and spoke with the principal and the principal was like saying well she shouldn't have done that you know and my mom my mom looked at him dead in the face and said well she was hit first what do you expect her to do with with 20 kids standing around watching this whole situation what do you think she should have done i just want to know and the, and the principal was like oh she should have walked away and told someone she goes if she would have turned around and walked away every single one of those kids would have jumped her tomorrow they would have seen somebody weak. She's like, I teach my child to defend herself. This is just a three-day vacation. Have a nice day. Got up and walked out. Wow. She high-fived me on the way out. She's like, let's go. Let's go get ice cream. It's like, yes. I, I never Grandpa, heard this story before. I love your mom so much. Grandpa, for a week, called me slugger. The funniest yes. thing. Grandpa was like, he started, he'd crack up. He, he was like proud. It was really funny. He was like, he was like so proud that I stood up for myself. So every time he'd be like, Hey, Slugger. Like, oh, stop. For like a week, I was Slugger. <laughs> but my mom, yeah, she was like, nah, we're not playing that game. My kid's going to defend herself or she's going to be like thrown to a pack of wolves. It's not happening. Not my child, thanks. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mom. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. But that stopped the bullying. After that, nobody said nothing. There wasn't a rumor about me. People stopped like, yelling at like those girls that were bothering me before stop like nobody said anything she's like oh no 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 she hits back nope <laughs> nope no she's not gonna cry about it they all expected me to and everybody was like i looked around afterwards and every kid was like mouth opened oh you expected me to be weak that's cute just because i wear a mini skirt and a t-shirt doesn't make me weak honey <laughs> no 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 <laughs> Okay, all of this makes me very glad I went to a small school because very rarely was there any kind of fight. And I only witnessed one, maybe the one time. And it was a little bit crazy because the girl that decided to hit this other girl, they were arguing, they used to be friends, big thing. She was pregnant. She was 16. Mm. Her boyfriend that got her pregnant was 15. So uh -huh. she should have gotten trouble for that. Did not. Mm -hmm. So she, the pregnant girl, punches this other girl. And the other girl's like, you are pregnant. I am not going to fight you. She says, if anything happens to you, I will be charged. Right. She goes, I'm not doing this. And this is yeah. a girl that would, you know, they'd go out in the cars with the headlights and just have fights. <laughs> <laughs> she's even she's like the same hand then yeah and she was smart enough to go no i'm not doing this you're not tricking me into anything because i could see her being like i'm pregnant she hit me never mind that she punched her in the back of the head right <laughs> not even to the face she just comes up and punches her in the back of the head 
She's yeah, I, I remember when we got in the car, I told my mom everything, like the whole story from beginning to end. And she just said, okay, no, I'm not mad at you. You did what I would expect you to do. She's like, next time, knock her out fully. Said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> She's like, we don't play that game here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't start fights, nope. but we'll end them. Yep. She's like, she's like, she even said, she's like, those kids would have been on you the next day. And I'm like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because I knew the kids at that school, they would have all been like a pack of wolves the next day. Because they would have seen some weak duck. But <laughs> I always told me, no, ma'am. She's like, you, you don't throw the first punch, but if you have to duck from the first one, then finish the fight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. High school was interesting. Yeah, I, I think my thing, I was more on the outside and kind of <laughs> invisible sometimes because I wasn't part of any of the girl groups. I had two good friends that were girls and then my other friends were boys and I didn't get involved with the drama. And I think it's because it started in sixth grade. All the girls in our class were, I, I don't know what the deal was, just... They were fighting with two specific ones. I think it might have been a jealousy thing because they were pretty. I don't I don't <laughs> really know what it was about, but I said, oh, we're going to, you know, hate on these two specifically. Well, we had this thing where we could stay in and do a job in our classroom. So that day I stayed in to my job during recess was to reorganize the bookshelf. So me and books, even even then, said, yes, I will stand from recess and do that job. Well, apparently that day, all the girls got into this massive fight <laughs> and they all had to go to counseling. So then they all go to counseling and all of a sudden our buddy buddy and I wasn't involved in that. So I didn't have to go. So then it goes from everybody fighting to they're all friends with each other. And I was left out because I was not involved mm. because I was in from recess. So it was a little bit of a weird situation. And it, it got so bad that for our 10-year high school reunion, they forgot to invite me. <laughs> so oh, I was not, no. I was not invited to my own reunion, which when there's worked like... out because that was the day my cousin got married. And all they did was get together at the state park. So I went to a wedding instead. <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, it's weird because I went to Grand Haven until like the first half of my junior year. And then I switched schools from the second half of junior year to my senior year. I was doing really bad in Grand Haven just with the kids and then with my grades. And we're just terrible. I, if I would have stayed, I would not have graduated. Just period. I, w I wouldn't have graduated on time. I would have been held back or had to repeat my senior year it just wouldn't have happened um and i met this guy, i met this guy during oh, what was it um driver's education because <laughs> I, I was doing driver's ed in in holland and so he went to a different school and we ended up like dating he was very attractive like i was like wow okay turned out he was like the most popular kid in school and i did not know that and I started dating him and when I knew I wanted to switch schools, but I didn't know where to. And he had told me all about his school and I was like, that sounds like the type of school that I want to go to. And mom looked into it. She's like, it sounds like a really good school. She's like, so, I mean, we'll, we'll try it out if, if you think it's going to help you. And I did. 
And I was glad that I switched, even though that me and him ended up like not working out, which is obvious, which is fine. The school helped me a lot. I ended up being able to graduate on time. I was able to find out I was only a half a credit shy. And so mom paid to get me through um, an extra class to get me that half a credit to make sure that I graduated. And I, my grades like skyrocketed from F's to like B's. Wow. Like just switching school. The teachers were different. The, <laughs> everything was like, I, I don't know. I guess I wasn't dealing with the stress of like terrible students, terrible teachers being harassed by um, a by one teacher, you know, it was just so many things that I like that the teaching, they actually sat down and when you needed help, they helped you instead of being like, figure it out. Like that's how Grand Haven was. It was like, I'm your teacher, but I don't care. Figure it out. Read the book. Like, well, I'm confused on this part. Figure it out. And if you don't, you just fail. And so oh. it was like, it was a lot. <laughs> it was, I remember when I switched schools, I will say this, when I switched schools, and I found out I was dating, I didn't realize it, that I was dating like the most popular kid. We were the same age, but I had started school a year early um, when I was really little. So even though we were the same age, I was in the year ahead of him, um, which is why I graduated at 17 instead of 18, because I my birthday was at the end of October, so I was able to start school a year early. But I found out he was the most popular king, the guy in that entire grade. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't even realize that. So the new girl coming into a new school, dating the most popular boy that every other girl in that grade wants, that wasn't a good look. <laughs> and I remember like we had, we had a pep rally and we're supposed to usually sit with our own grades, but I sat next to him. And I remember him being like, what? in the world and all of a sudden I turned and somebody had patted me on the shoulder and because and they were like you have something in your hair and so I think it was them that did it but I turned and there was gum like lobbed in the back of my hair huh. so apparently somebody had like spit gum in my hair and I didn't even know because they were mad that I was with him and I was like he was like furious he's like who did this like so mad but I was like oh my god my hair like I was like really like like freaking out yeah. Luckily, it was only stuck to a couple of like the light pieces, so it could be cut out and it not actually affect my haircut. Thank God. But it was like a, I did not realize I was coming into the, the school about to be like, you you gotta, you gotta work to be al allowed here to be allowed to dance. It was like a lot, um, but it was funny. But after that, that was like I think the only issue I had starting off at that school. After that, I made friends with everybody and. It was, it was really nice. One of the most popular girls that I knew, um, I was friends with her brother and turns out their father works with like Alicia Keys and stuff. He's like a multi-millionaire. Oh, wow. I find that out until I was graduating and I looked at the yearbook and I was like, say what? She was like friends with Mary Kay and Ashley. I was like, how did I not know that? Like, what is going on? Um, she is the owner of a beauty company now that um, I follow on Instagram and her brother was in a movie. So I have his movie. He was this really sweet kid. He helped me out when my foot was broken. Nice. They're really the nicest people you ever met. The richest people that could have owned that school had no idea. The nicest people you would have ever met. 
that was interesting. That was an interesting find out. I was like, hmm, that school was different. <laughs> yeah, my my high school experience was very different from yours. It was mostly based around sports. So track, basketball, volleyball. That was my whole year. One sport after another. And uh, I mean, we were so small that everybody kind of got along <laughs> mostly because I mean you can't really fight over a boy whereas the bigger schools you know you have options so if you're saying I dated so-and-so you can't date them then we had like 10 guys in our class our options were very limited <laughs> which was like for a brief period to be oh, okay I'm gonna just date this person that doesn't go to our school and is in one or two towns over because again options uh and i i somehow dated a lot like i had a lot of boyfriends through school and i just kind of went i i don't know what it was i this one boy that was on and off basically from middle school to high school (laughs) Uh, yeah very very limited options you can only like you know so many people and I had this idea that was, you know, I'm going to stay a virgin because none of these people are worth it. So I don't right. want to sleep with any of these people, which I'm sorry to my high school boyfriend. That's not enough, but <laughs> like, I don't mean it. I swear. You're a very nice person. I'm so sorry about happened, that. Happened, and he never right. really tried anything either. So, which is I mean, nice. That's nice. I mean, that's respectable. He was, he was a good guy. I would still be friends with him if he lived around here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't really get serious about anybody until college. And then that's when I met Nathan was my freshman year at college. See, so. I always actually envied you because you had the smaller school. I was like, man, it'd be so nice. There's like... something to be said for them because everybody almost has to get along. But if you happen to be the one kid that was kind of off to the side or whatever it didn't seem like you'd be bothered too much mm-hmm. I mean like I said I I was felt invisible sometimes because because yeah. <laughs> I could kind of blend in or or whatever but see Grand Haven was like that school like you see on Mean Girls yeah legit I, I and I, I wish it was like me like over exaggerating but I'm really not it was it was actually like that like you had the clicks and had them seated at different tables. And it's like that. Um, me, I was friends with like somebody from every group. Because I'm the type of person who just figured if you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. Yeah. I don't care if you're goth. I don't care if you're preppy. I don't care if you're a job. I, I don't care. If you seem like a cool person, then I'm cool with you. Like, I have no issues. Um, I ended up having a lot of problems with the girls there. So... All my friends were mostly guys, <laughs> which became I mean, awkward because I didn't realize that they were really into me. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, I didn't same, even realize it. Same and boat. So- I was friends with them, and then I didn't realize until later when they'd say something about one relationship. And I was kind of like, I know too much about you. Like, wait. I and don't the have day an real- attraction for you i like being your friend i'm willing to offer advice and have conversations but 
there that wasn't there except for one. But by the time he finally told me that he had feelings for me, he was moving to Texas the next day. So that didn't work out, obviously. No, <laughs> like, we kissed, and it was great. But I, I said, okay, well, um, I won't see you at school tomorrow. I uh, hope you have a good trip. And I think that was my, my senior year. They decided they were going to drop out of school, and him and some friends moved to Texas by themselves just decided to get on the road and yeah it was years later i was in town and i just all of a sudden see him he's like oh my gosh hi like, oh. like this is crazy yeah because we still we still talked on the phone when he moved and um yeah i don't know it was one of those weird things and i never thought he was interested in me because my sneaky way back then was i have these I have this survey. Do you want to answer these questions? And I snuck a question in there because I had dated his friend. I said, would you ever date a friend's ex-girlfriend? And he said no. So that was then that was me going, oh, well, okay. I can, it's, I'm sad, but I can deal with this. <laughs> That's fine. So that I wasn't expecting him to ever change his mind on that one. It was just, right. You're like, wait a second. You should have told me in there you would. <laughs> Yeah, because by that time, I'm I'm very literal, and I don't get flirting. Right. <laughs> I can't flirt if someone hits on me. I'm, I'm really bad at it. I have no idea. Yeah. It happened at Comic-Con, and my friend was laughing, because she's watching this guy. I'm digging through comics, and this guy comes up to me, and he starts talking to me, and I'm doing the, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> for this comic, and he's, you know, trying to hit on me or whatever and have this conversation and she was standing back laughing thinking it was hilarious oh, <laughs> he was hitting on you huh what what why <laughs> no i had such low self-esteem for so many years from like i think everything started off with my assault when i was really little because it like really really messed me up and then that kid who called me fat gave me the weight complex and so i like really hated myself like a lot and I had really low self-esteem, so I didn't see myself as, like, attractive. So I never even, like, put two and two together that my guy friends might, like, be into me until one day at lunch. And I'm literally sitting at my entire table of guy friends. And we're all eating lunch. And I like pickles. You know this. We both, like, mm -hmm. we're pickle eaters. I got one of those big pickles, <laughs> which is very interesting shaped. Anyone knows. And uh, everyone listening knows what I'm talking about. And I started eating it and not even thinking, like getting the ju the juices out. And it was very like suggestive, but I wasn't even trying to do that. I was just eating the pickle the way I eat pickles. Yeah. And, and I'm looking down, like just looking at something and like not even paying attention. And I look up and all of a sudden I see every single guy just staring at me with their mouth open, like, um, <laughs> You could hear a pin drop. And all of a sudden I like look and I realize every single one of them is like salivating. <laughs> like, like, oh, oh, yeah, um, I gotta go. And I immediately like stood and ran away. I was like, oh no, 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 this is bad. <laughs> I like, ran. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm oh, out of teenage here. boys and their hormones. And I was like, I, I'm running away from this situation. I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do remember that there was one time where I started a fight and my mom wasn't mad at me and 
I didn't hit anybody, but it came close. The guy that I dated in preschool, because we're going to do this, because <laughs> I was that kid. I had a boyfriend in preschool, and I, I thought he was so cool. I had a boyfriend in preschool. So, so obviously, I didn't really have a boyfriend in preschool, because you're like kids, and you just say, oh, yeah, that's my boyfriend. Yeah. Well, he thought he was cool, because he would tell people, oh, yeah, I dated her back in preschool. No, you didn't. He, um, he decided to, like, us, like, her, like assault like physically like assault one of my friends like hit her wow and she she came up and she was like crying and i say it had to have been my junior year and she came up to me and she's like crying and i was like what's going on and there are people standing around and she's like oh he hit me i said he did what <laughs> after what happened to my mom one thing i will not stand for is physical like especially physical abuse against somebody else like if i see somebody hitting a woman i will cut you like <laughs> i am not afraid to go toe to toe for a stranger i will do it for me i again self i hate myself <laughs> we're just gonna be that person i hate myself but for anybody else i'm very like protective and i got really upset and i went running through the school and people started like parting because they could see my face and i was not a happy face. And I'm like running, going, where is he? And someone had like pointed and he was like, Hey, how's it going? And I literally in front of the lunchroom, stood him out and cussed him out in front of everybody. The student body heard me calling him every name in the book from a worthless piece of shit who beats women. And he just stood there like, Oh wait, what? And I was like, I will end you. <laughs> literally you want to fight someone hit me mother. i did oh god i dare you to touch me touch someone that's gonna hit back i was like i was i was in his face and ready for death <laughs> i was ready and all of a sudden i laugh now looking back i'm like dang girl you had a you, oh that was like after what happened like i said after what happened to my mom it was like like something in me like made me really like I will kill him. And um, <laughs> this security parapro came up. This is this guy. And he was like, all right, we're going to step back. I said, yeah, he fucking hits women. And he's like, I'll take care of it. Like, you fucking better. In, his, in, in the parapro security guy's face. <laughs> Who's like around a cop. I was like, you fucking better handle it. Or I will. And he was like, I got you. And he was, I walked away. I didn't get in trouble. He got suspended. Good. That's the only time where like teachers are like, all right. <laughs> we'll we'll deal with it you better or his death is going to be happening <laughs> with my i'm going to go off and it's not going to be pretty you've seen what's happening here verbally the entire student body was like what is and he was like in one of my guy groups and so like the group of guy friends where i sit at they were like not realizing that I was crazy <laughs> when it came to something like that. They they all just sat back like, she's really going to fight him. Like, oh no, I'm, I'm going to hit someone that'll hit back. Yeah, well, I would hope if a guy realizes that his friend has hit a girl. Oh yeah, everybody was mad say at him. Something. Everybody was mad at him. <laughs> it was, and when everybody realized what had happened, everybody was like, nah, let her hit him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody cared. It was like we'll hold his arms. You take a swing. It was one of the only times where I think I were like really shocked at like a bunch of people because they were like, 
it was apparently a really big trigger for me. I won't stand for abuse. And I'll go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Hit me. I dare you. <laughs> See what happens to your face. I'll rearrange it. <laughs> yeah, School I've always said nobody has... Uh, nobody has ever hit me before. But my thing was always like, if you're going to hit me, you better knock me out. Yeah. Because I'm not going to hold back after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was but the I've never, I've never had to get tough in my life. I don't know how what I would actually do. <laughs> I've accidentally been hit in the mouth before, but... Right. That was kind of a funny situation. <laughs> then felt bad. He was like bending down to pick something up and he almost tripped and fell so his hand came up and that was at the same time I was bending down to pick something up so on my way down and his fist coming up got me in the mouth <laughs> I said oh no I would not do well in a fight probably unless I was really amped no I accidentally like hurt someone and I, I felt bad about it but in the same sense now I look back and I'm like why would you feel bad he touched you without your permission oh yeah, but it no. was it was um punch him in the face and that's my trigger it, I, it was it's a very big trigger for me as well was because after like my first assault and then i've been harassed so many times throughout years of like where i actually had in set eighth grade i had someone literally grab me by the vagina wow look grabbed it in lunch and the school did nothing they said scream really loud. Oh, yes, because that's helpful. And the, the security will, will hear you. And I did the next time. And the security looked back and looked away. He got punched in the face. He oh, didn't yeah. complain. 100%. Oh, no, I hit him. I hit him. <laughs> you don't grab me. I've had, like, just, just all kinds of, like, grossness happen to me. And so this guy that was, like, a friend of mine, but he was into, super into me, um, <laughs> I, I wasn't, it wasn't reciprocal. <laughs> so, like, we were friends, and um, I didn't realize it was him that came up behind me, but all of a sudden I felt hands kind of like squeeze my sides. And with my weight issue and with the her sexual harassment, it like, I immediately turned and karate kicked, not oh. looking where I was kicking, straight in the nards. <gasps> like, full on Jackie Chan style, turn kicked. Like, 180, just foot went out and wham, and he went down, and I went, oh, no. I am. So, I, then all of a sudden, I realized who it was, and I went, I am so sorry. And he was like, I can't feel my left side. I went, I am so sorry. You have a great day. And I ran away. It's like, don't touch me, please. <laughs> I ran away. Like, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to hurt you. I felt bad. But now, like, I look bad. I'm like, I mean, he, he came up behind you and touched you. Yeah. That's not... He you learned his lesson that day is what happened. It never happened again. Don't walk up behind a woman without announcing yourself. And it was a full karate kick. I'd never taken karate. That's Where impressive. I learned that. It was very impressive. I, I look back, I'm like, wow, girl, you did that. Great form, too. Like, I look back and it was like a full, oh, yeah. And then down he went. Oh, no, I saw we. <laughs> That must have hurt. <laughs> My bad. Don't touch, please. <laughs> School right, we is have definitely been hard. on for like mm -hmm. an hour. Oh wow! 
Yeah. We can do our final question. Sounds good. All right. I have a mega list that I found online. So pick a number between 1 and 351. 264. I don't know why. <laughs> 264. Where is the best place you've been for taking walks? Hmm. That, that that seems worded a little weird to me, but you get the gist. Yeah, the best place to take a walk. I don't know. There's a really good state park in uh, Wasal that I, that's really pretty. It has like little. I really like it. It's a nice walk. Obviously, it's been years, but it's really pretty. My favorite place is probably my parents' house because it's on a lake. And yeah. there's something about water that's super calming to me. So when I I live there, it would happen all the time. That's when I talked before about being mm-hmm. surprised I was never kidnapped. Because it's a <laughs> campground there in the middle of nowhere. Sometimes right there would the be anybody in there. You'd have maybe like three people. And it was all woods. It's all woods around there. So it'd probably be pretty easy to drag me off a trail and take <laughs> me into the woods. And I wouldn't be found for a while. But... I survived somehow. We're not going to complain <laughs> about the, that. That's the uh, my favorite murder, stay out of the forest thing, which probably would have been good to know back then. But so I would walk there all the time and just sit by the water and contemplate life like I was a deep thinker or something back then. With all, <laughs> all of my problems of no bills and no responsibility. Ugh, life was so rough. Uh, so rough. Yeah. But I, I still like to, when I go there. It is, it is a, we'll a, for a really walk. nice place. I just yeah. like to, I like, is that, I don't know if there's like a, I don't know if, is Scorpio a water sign? Probably not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it? I think, no. I think it's a fire sign, actually. I don't know. There's just something about water that's calming. Yeah. To me. I like to be near it. I don't know. Yeah, it is, it really is a really pretty area too. So you're not wrong. It is nice out there. Yep. So the lake, or if you go over to Tacoma Falls, that's also really nice. Mm. Um, other random place, Mackin Island. <laughs> I always wanted to go there. Never been to I Mackin lived Island? in Michigan. Never went. It smells heavily of horse poop. And there oh. are tourists and bikes everywhere. But if you can go, kind of go in the off season, right before the ferries are going to shut down. So if you go maybe October when the leaves are turning, mm-hmm. it's usually not too too bad. Because um, most people are there in the summer um, mm. when they can camp nearby and then you know spend the day going around the island. But it's also really nice there for either walking around. I've walked around big chunks of the island or, you know, you bring a bike over or rent a bike. That's probably one of my other favorite places to go. Mm, I mean, fudge and caramel corn. (laughs) (laughs) So my, those are my favorite things. And you can tell where I'm from because I realized I just said caramel. (laughs) I say caramel. I don't say caramel. I, I don't know why I'm just I'm not gonna say this a I'm taking that letter out it is now silent nope that's not that's not how <laughs> the English language works you can't just people, I've had so many people ask me where are you from because <laughs> over here I'll say something like oh yeah no no 
That's cool you guys like that. I am not a caramel fan. I like what is I like right by the pop, the soda right over there and the like the eyebrow goes up I'm like what are you gonna say where are you from I'm like they're like New York like Michigan like ah it's the same but okay it's really <laughs> not especially different. when you're right by Canada and you got a lot of youpers and you get that accent it gets very strong sometimes I think Michigan's a lot more like Wisconsin yeah. Especially lower. The way I said Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> really, Wisconsin. Or Minnesota. Really shows Minnesota. Yeah. Then we got the UP, which is very strong in the OEI. And it sounds almost Canadian a little bit sometimes. I, I say it so much. And I just, oh, yeah, you're doing that, eh? My mom will be like, it's coming back to me. <laughs> the, the Michigan. The Michigan is here. Yeah. I don't I don't do the A thing but every once in a while i'll catch myself going yeah and i'm like nope oh, yeah that's that's not that's not the word <laughs> it's yes yes oh yeah or yeah or yeah oh yeah it is not yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's, see that's what's so funny is you would think like the u the up definitely did more than the lower peninsula like with the accent was definitely m more aggressive in the north than it was where where you are where than where than it was where I was. Yeah. But well, that's because we had a lot of Finnish. Much... Yeah, we had a lot of Finnish people up here for all the mines and everything, which mm -hmm. is why pasties are a thing around here because they would something I've never had. They'd bring them for lunch, and then the crust part is what they'd hold it by when their hands were covered with soot, so that way they could eat to that and then throw it away. And not get their food covered with like coal dust and things. Hmm. So, I am a, I'm, I'm not really a fan of pasties, unfortunately. <laughs> Something I've never had. But I, I just think of Fago and and um Prano Pups, which it's so sad that those are ruined for me. And I've never had one. The owner is we're not gonna go into it, but he's <laughs> We're not gonna go there. I'm not gonna yeah. go there, but yeah, it's not. A, yeah, it's, it's um, not friendly. Um, Bango, but Verner's. Um, yeah. what's that chip? Chip factory. This is Michigan. It's kind of a big thing. And we've I know got that we Kellogg. Do. We do have Kellogg, Kellogg that's what factories in Michigan. Um, chip though, I can't. I think I know what you're talking about though. I can't think of it. No, I feel like I have to look. But I know they have like stuff like I think my mom said Frankenmuth is what it's called, mm -hmm. where you go and you, it's like a, a Christmas town. Well, it's Bavarian style, and there's <laughs> Bronner's there, which is the mile long Christmas store. I've seen so, oh, it's Better Made. Better Made, yep. Better Made chips. It's like it's it seems lovely. I'd love to go someday. You have to really love Christmas because we went there with my mom. The first time we went, I think it was three hours and it's Christmas music all the time and they're open all year long. So could you oh imagine gosh. working there and listening to Christmas music every day that you went to work? I Sorry, mean, there's what, there like, there's 15 20 christmas songs tops and then they would just repeat over and over oh, wow, and over yeah. and over and over again because it seems like everybody just they have the classics and then people remake the classics 
and so you're just listening to them. And, uh, I mean, if you're looking for a specific ornament, they probably have it. I think that's where the ornament I got from grandma came from was one year. Oh God, years ago, she sent me, I think it was, it was when I was in Japan. She made this or a pickle ornament. Yes. It's a literal it's pickle. The, aren't they, uh, is it a German it's, tradition yeah. where the person to find the pickle gets like a yeah. special Christmas You hide it so, yeah, you hide it somewhere in the tree and then the kids all look for the pickle and whoever finds the pickle gets the last gift. And I'm like, I always hide it. I don't have an extra gift, but I hide it. Because it's like, I love it. I do not have a like, pickle ornament. We gotta get you a pickle I ornament. I probably purchase one. Um, I love it. I keep it. Yeah, I was just talking about that today because there's that restaurant down there that's supposed to have the famous chicken zenders. I've never been to the actual restaurant restaurant part. They have a eatery place um, in the basement level where you can just go in with your tray and basically get the same foods. So that's all we've done because <laughs> we thought, oh, we could do the restaurant thing or... Yeah, you know, and that was, you know, do the restaurant thing and then stand in line for an hour until there's a table available. Or you go in the mm. basement and you eat right away. So we've always just done that. Hmm. Sounds lovely, though. Like, <laughs> I miss Michigan so much. You know, I just want to, like, a Michigan podcast where you just tell me about all the great things that happen in Michigan. And I'm, I'll just sit here and just dream happy thoughts. All righty. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. Yes, thank you. I'm going to go drink some more wine and, uh, I don't know. I'm enjoying my night. Hang out. I know. I get a night off work. I'm just going to smile and be free. <laughs> I might play some Lego Harry Potter. Oh, yes. That's a good game. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode. Music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The intro was titled Work. And the outro was titled Aerosol of My Love and can be found at incomptech.filmmusic.io.